excited to deliver this exclusive bonus episode with someone who has become a friend over my entrepreneurial career through cold networking. So everyone out there, please do take those chances. We can go back to 2019 when my first book came out. I reached out to Dana Arshin, who was over at Fox at the time, expressing my interest in trying to get involved doing a Fox interview. And now, several years later, here we are talking about her new role, how she got there, and all about her poppy, who I've been seeing her on social media constantly, raising awareness for his history, raising awareness for him. And I thought it would be great to reconnect with her, bring her on to my shows this time. So Dana, it's great to see you and thank you for taking the time to come on. Vincent, thank you so much. And I was just telling you before we started recording that it's so cool to finally like see you in this kind of face-to-face way. I feel like we've been Instagram private messaging buddies for a really long time. So uh, it's really nice. And I, I'm really grateful whenever anyone takes an interest in my story. So thank you for the opportunity. Of course, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. I mean, I've seen some of it. Like she said, we've been on social media since we've met quote unquote met he met um she was over at fox new york i grew up in new york i always had my ambitions of doing my first interview with fox eventually it did come but down here in tampa i did my exclusive with fox but that was a little while ago but today this interview is not about me it is all things dana so dana let's first start out we met when you were at fox i would love to hear all about this transition but first i have a great message from our partners tampa counseling and wellness Are you constantly exhausted and overwhelmed? Do you struggle with your confidence or self-esteem? Are you ready to live a life with more passion, courage, and excitement? At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to be there for you every step of the way. While we understand that change may be difficult, we have a proven track record of helping our clients live a more joyous and meaningful life. Whether you are looking to overcome some current life challenges or you are looking to do some deeper healing, we are here to help you. Our compassionate approach to therapy is rooted in building your confidence and insight while helping you gain mastery of your life. If you would like to learn more about our services or you would like to schedule a free consultation with one of our clinicians, please visit us at www.tampacounselingandwellness.com or simply call or text us at 813-520-2807. We look forward to growing with you, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, where it is okay to not be okay. Yeah, so um, at Fox, where I spent the past uh, nearly six years, I was a general assignment reporter and I got to fill in at the anchor desk a bunch of times too. And uh, I generally was out in the field every single day uh, covering anything and everything you could think of about what's going on on the streets of New York and the tri-state area. And then I also started a Holocaust series while I was there. The reason for that inspiration is my poppy, my maternal grandfather, who's about to turn 101, and he survived the Auschwitz concentration camp, more than two years of forced labor there. And both of his parents and five of his siblings were murdered. So I always felt like it was my obligation to keep his story alive, more so as I got older and really started to better understand the Holocaust. And um, as I started to really dive deep in research and, and learn about my family history. So in 2017, I approached my boss at Fox and said that I wanted to go on a trip called March of the Living in Poland. And it's basically a nine day trip and you visit all different concentration camps, extermination camps, mass 
grave sites and you learn about what exactly took place specifically in Poland during the Holocaust and all the camps that often don't even get recognition because they didn't have any survivors really to tell their stories. So um, Fox was really enthusiastic. I went in April of 2018 to Poland and I brought my own camera and I documented my entire journey and I produced three short films for Fox when I got back. It was definitely a huge uh, team effort. Once I was back, I had an incredible editor. Um, I had some amazing um, colleagues who helped approve my scripts and, and gave me some really great feedback. Mm -hmm. And we won uh, an Emmy Award for one of those short films I produced. I got an Emmy nomination for one of the others. And since then, I've gotten a lot of uh, recognition and a few Emmy nominations for my Holocaust stories. So uh, I know I'm rambling. Should I keep going about the transition? Any questions in between? Well, I'm going to stop here and just say, we're, let's plug this information. I'm going to ask you for the links to be sent to me after the show so I can put them in the description. But where can everybody find these online? Yeah, so I was just, I actually just recorded a podcast yesterday too. I haven't uh, bit the bullet and bought my own domain yet. I have like one of those Weebly websites, like danaarshan.weebly.com. Uh, you could check out every story there. But if you just Google like Dana Arshan Holocaust, a bunch of my, or YouTube, a bunch of the stories will come up. But thank you for asking. Of course. So you've done the Poland trip. What was your biggest takeaway? I'm sure there was so much to take in over there. What was one of the biggest things that stood out to you? Everyone was like bawling the entire trip. And I am a very emotional person, did not cry the entire time until uh, I got to, there, there were two days that I cried. I can't remember which came first, but it was the very, very end of the trip. Um, one, when I was sitting on the train tracks in Auschwitz, um, I was just, I just like needed a moment to catch my breath and, and take it all in. Yeah. And I just started imagining the train, the cattle cars with hundreds of prisoners packed into each one, just coming into the camp, my poppy stepping off, um, my ancestors being sent to the gas chambers and it was just a wave of emotions that I could not control. And I just remember sitting and weeping by myself um, on the train tracks. And I feel like I really needed that to happen. Um, and then I wasn't even a parent then, but I had gone to a mass grave site for children who were murdered in Poland. And at that site, the person leading my tour read a um, read a letter that a family had written for their child before the parents were taken away and killed. And that just really got me. And especially now that I'm a parent, I think about that all the time and all the sacrifices that so many parents had to make during the Holocaust. Uh, so many gave their children up to Christian families to go into hiding. So many sent their kids on what was called the kinder transport, uh, which was um, uh, a mission uh, organized by England to take children throughout Europe and bring them to England to for safety. So um, I just I, you can't, I can't imagine ever being in a situation like that. So those were the, the two moments that played the biggest role on me while I was there. I can't even imagine it either, just how people can be cruel enough to make something like this happen. But you are bringing some light to a terrible situation. You're honoring those who have fallen. You're honoring your poppy. You mentioned he's turning 101, 102. You said, let's talk more about him. 
Yeah, so he turned, I don't know when the podcast will uh, be published, but uh, he turns 101 on March 8th. Uh, and he is just a force. My poppy is amazing. Uh, he is completely with it mentally and physically. It's harder to understand his speech as he gets older. I think that's pretty fair for a 101-year-old. Um, but he he's just incredible. Uh, and, and as he gets older, and I guess as he starts to feel his mortality, even though he seems immortal to me. He's been speaking more and more. And Tampa has been an amazing place for him where he lives now. And I know you live right by him. Um, there aren't many, There, I think he's actually like the only survivor in his area. I think maybe we heard of one other. So he's getting a lot of attention down there, which is really nice. Because here in New York, we have a larger survivor community. Um, but my poppy is an incredibly brave, brave man. He survived in, in because of luck, but also because of wit and decisions he made to keep his mouth shut and work, uh, where it was so easy to just get up and, and try to defy the Nazis or try to escape. But he always felt like if he had any chance of survival, it was just do what he was told. He um, lost both of his parents and five of his siblings, as I mentioned earlier. His youngest sibling was a seven-year-old boy named Aaron. And my daughter's Hebrew name is named after him. I, I, her Hebrew name is Arona. And turns out they actually share a birthday. Uh, completely, completely, I don't know if it's coincidental or fate or what, but to me that is sign uh, that he's living on through her. My other daughter, Harlow, um, she was born on Holocaust Remembrance Day this past April 28th. So I feel like every sign has been pointing that this is the work I should be doing. But I could go on and on. My, my poppy has uh, an incredible story of survival. I think it might not just be coincidence, has to be a little bit of faith there for those significant right. moments. So, yeah. well, again, I'm sure there are so many so appreciative of what you're doing because you're shedding light on something and honoring so many, not just your poppy, honoring all the survivors. You did the Poland trip. Did you do another trip? Do you have another trip planned? So I did the Poland trip and uh, then I, I knew I was kind of going to start a family. So I, I felt like that was going to be my last chance to go before I did that. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll tell you first, I don't have any other big trips planned at the moment, um, but I did go and MC a gala for that organization, March of the Living down in Florida uh, just a few weeks ago. And that was really special to reconnect with with so many people that I went on the trip with. Um, but I, uh, yeah, so I started this series at Fox. I didn't want to do anything else, but in, in the news world, how can you just be the Holocaust reporter? So I created this position on my own. I wanted to be a storyteller. I thought it was a little more personal than, than reporter, than journalist. And every survivor has an incredible story to tell. And I basically pitched myself to a few different museums, but this one was really the best fit for me because my museum, HMTC, it stands for Holocaust Memorial and Tolerance Center of Nassau County. Because it's a small museum, they needed me more because they didn't have a whole PR team or uh, a journalist. And, and they were really innovative, right? They were willing to take a chance on this completely new role. And it has been amazing. I've interviewed 16 survivors just in September, just for anyone listening, it's March 3rd right now. So um, I am also putting together long form pieces on my survivors, the same type of stories that were airing on Fox, but instead just posting them all over social media. 
and I do these quick clips. I know you follow um, and you see them like 30 second clips of the survivors I interview and those are getting sometimes up to 100,000 views. So it's, it's very rewarding to me that people want to hear these stories and my, my following since leaving the TV world is even is growing significantly. So yeah, it's just it's my number one mission is to keep survivor stories alive. Number two is to put this museum on the map because HMTC is doing amazing things. We educated 50,000 people last year through Zoom, through bringing survivors to schools, bringing schools to our center. So it's, it's just been incredible. It's great to see something you're so passionate about take off. And I think your passion is going to keep propelling you forward, keep driving you forward. For everybody who has not heard of the gala, like myself, let's talk a little bit more about that gala. Uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of organizations kind of have their fundraising gala, but, uh, you know, March of the Living takes about uh, 10,000 people or so to Poland annually, and it's a huge undertaking and just organizing a trip for that many people, uh, getting them to every camp and transportation, and then the big the big march is an actual march where all of us come together on Holocaust Remembrance Day in the spring and we walk through Auschwitz from Auschwitz one to Auschwitz two, which is the subcamp known as Birkenau, where more than a million men, women and children were murdered. Um, so the gala was really great. I got to uh, just meet a lot of very interesting people and it was to raise money for that organization. I love it. Well, I love the ambition, love the fire you have into this. I can't wait to keep following you on all these networks. Can't wait to put this out. And I think the perfect date for this first video to be released should be March 8th. Then I'll make sure this YouTube video gets edited and ready to go for March 8th for you. But before I ask for you for your social and all your websites, once again, what's next from you? What can everybody expect? Yes. So I just finished editing my next big story on this incredible Holocaust survivor named Leo Ullman. I'm having some issues with my final cut at the moment. If anyone has issues, please, uh, or is an expert, please reach out to me. It's basically my final cut went corrupt and I'm just trying to make a few small edits. But once that's done, I'm going to be blasting that story. It's nine minutes and it's about a little boy who was in hiding during the war in Amsterdam, the same city where Anne Frank was hiding with her family. He survived. His parents gave him up to a Christian family and they very bravely and selflessly raised him and loved him as if he was their own. And his story is amazing. He winds up actually reconnecting with, with his parents and they all survived the war. He's now a, an incredibly successful entrepreneur. He's 83 years old and he went to Harvard and he got his JD MBA. I mean, this is just an incredible success story. So Leo Ullman, please watch and then check me out on, on my Instagram and Facebook, Twitter. That's where I'm always posting everything. My name is just Dana Arshin, A-R-S-C-H-I-N. And you'll find all my stuff there. But I have to ask you, Vincent, so you're not Jewish. I know you're this big Italian family. Is there any reason why you were attracted to my story and, and any kind of pull that you feel towards the Holocaust? Because I was so family oriented, I don't have my grandparents with me anymore, but I mentioned I lived with them forever. You're also on Long Island. I'm from Northport originally. That's where I graduated from. And as I mentioned, just the hard work you're putting into it behind the scenes. I know as an entrepreneur that, People only see certain things that go on. They see the finished product, but they don't see all the work that goes behind the scenes. So I thought it would be great for you to share just like you did all the progress and the momentum you've gained, the difference you've made on multiple continents, how you're doing more and more. And I think 
it's still just beginning for you. I know you've already hustled to get 16 of these done in just a few months. I bet by the end of the year, I'll have to bring you back on for another show because you'll probably hit who knows how many, but I'm proud of you as someone who's had the chance to network with you a few years ago. I look forward to seeing all of your continued success. And with that, I think we can sign off. It's been an incredible, incredible interview. Thank you so much again for taking the time and all of the hard work you're putting in. I look forward to seeing it all keep unraveling. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the opportunity. And I know you and I are going to be Instagram and better friends for a long, long time. Of course. Well, everyone that viewed on today, I hope you learned a lot. I hope you found some inspiration and some motivation to follow your passion and make a difference, shed awareness on anything in your life, because we all have a story to share and we should all keep doing that. Vincent A. Lancy here signing off in St. Petersburg. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to check out the next video and podcast episode with Dana Arshin coming soon.